The free guide to healing all four core wounds is available once again, Bestie. This is a 10-page ebook that gives you specific affirmations and clear steps to repairing all four wounds, abandonment, guilt, trust, and neglect. Once you download this, it's already your secret weapon that can help you shift out of survival and into thriving in your best life. See why over 5,000 besties have already downloaded it. Get your free copy by visiting bygloriazang.com slash guide or click the link in the show notes for easy access. I hope you love using it as much as I love creating it for you. You're listening to the Inner Child Podcast. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Inner Child Podcast with our spooky edition today. Karina, can you sprinkle in some Halloween sounds just for fun? My name is Gloria Zhang. I am a therapist and now a coach and I help high achievers heal from childhood trauma so that they can have thriving lives and relationships. And so I wanted to do kind of, you know, a Halloween-themed episode today, and I was thinking about what we should talk about. Zombies, vampires, all of those things sound like great themes, but they're not really relevant to the inner child work. And I realized that sometimes the spookiness is within ourselves. It's not necessarily the people out there. But to me, the spookiest, scariest thing is how I have played a role in my own suffering. And I think that's what inner child healing is all about. It's about taking that responsibility, knowing that what happened to you wasn't your fault, but what will happen to you next is completely your responsibility. And oftentimes we get in our own way in ways that we don't even realize because they've been such deeply embedded ways of survival. Now, the one thing I want to focus on today is to tell you guys the real cost of delaying your healing journey. It's something that no one wants to talk about, right? But I want to be very honest and upfront with you guys. And in fact, this was an email that went out, I think a few weeks ago, that got a lot of feedback from folks saying, whoa, like I never thought of it that way before. When someone else told me that that email itself motivated her to start taking action. And the email was basically explaining how even if you delay your healing journey by one year, that one year can result in two to three years of additional work that's required to heal from all your trauma. So I really want to dig into this today. And The reason I even thought about all this in the first place was because I always ask my clients and my students, what's one thing that you would tell your inner child? It's something I always ask. And one of the things I hear over and over again is, I wish I started healing my inner child sooner. I wish I started two years ago, three years ago. Why did I wait so long? 
Now, especially if you're a high achiever, you get really good of convincing yourself of all of these reasons why it's not the right time, it's not the right season. There's always something going on, some fire to put out to keep delaying and postponing just doing the work. And I think it comes with this false belief that we've got all this time in the world. Like once everything settles down, then I will go in and do the work. I've literally had people who wanted to work with me and literally every single time right before we were about to start, they would just ghost me or something and just disappear. And then two months later, I would hear from them again and they'd say, oh my gosh, okay, now I'm ready to do the work. And then they disappear again. And this has happened with a couple of folks already. And every single time they write back, they're in the same situation, same boat, nothing has changed and they get stuck. Why does that happen? Because they're not realizing the cost of doing nothing. So today I want to explain how trauma healing actually works, like what is the actual process of doing the inner child work, plus what actually happens when you delay by one year. So healing the inner child is really a process of working backwards, and it involves processing every significant trauma in your life, starting from birth to your current age. And we do all sorts of exercises together to help you work through those developmental stages. So for example, you might've had your parents divorce at age seven, And maybe at age 12, you moved to a new school and you had no friends there. And then at age 17, you got bullied in high school. And then at age 24, you got into an abusive relationship. And when you turned 35 years old, you ended a really awful three-year situationship. And now you're 36 years old. We have 36 years of layers of trauma to work through together, right? 36 years. Now, if you wait another two years, then we're going to have 38 years of traumas to work through. Just think about that for a second. If you have a bad knee and you keep avoiding going to the doctor, avoiding going to the doctor, and all this time you're going around stepping and walking on that bad knee and it's getting worse and worse and worse. By the time you finally cave and give up, it's too late right? And not to say it's ever too late to start working on your inner child. I always believe that you are exactly where you are, where you're meant to be. But, you know, sometimes we can get in our own way and there's no reason to treat mental health any differently than physical health. So let's think about this. For example, let's say you have a history of being in very toxic romantic relationships and you decide to postpone your healing by one year. You say, oh, this year I'm too busy, right? Oh, my sister has a wedding, like one more year, next year. In one year, here's what might become accumulated. Within that next 12-year period, you might have three new bad dates that we have to recover from. We might have one additional breakup from a four-month situationship that you get into in April. And then maybe in November, you end up having this really toxic hookup with someone that you just can't seem to get off your mind. Now, all of a sudden, just because you delay your healing for one year, now we've got four more things to add to the agenda, four more things to pile onto your list of already undealt trauma from zero to 36. And let's say something really bad happens, right? Let's say you have a really, really bad breakup. 
And just that one bad breakup tacks on two more years of having to work through this. It's just like leaving the dishes on the counter and waiting until it gets covered in flies and maggots to finally decide that you're going to wash it. And it takes even longer because now all of this gunk and food has hardened on the surface. And so not only are you having to wash all the existing dishes, you have to go through all this extra work and effort to get all that gunk and nasty stuff off. It's creating more work for you. And the reason that you're afraid and the reason that you keep postponing is not really because you have other stuff going on, but it's that you're afraid to deal with the trauma. And here's where I want to soften my language because I completely understand it is so hard to do this work, guys. You know, I've made a whole podcast trying to make things easier for you guys. Like every week I come here and try to break one concept down. I pick one topic, try to break it down into steps to make it a little bit easier. And that's just from listening to this stuff, right? And there's a big difference between thinking about healing and actually going into the arena and doing the healing. And it is hard. Oh my goodness. Going back to when you were six years old and having to relive and Think about all that pain again is really, really hard, right? And nobody said it was easy. And so I said this in the email too, that the point of me telling you this is not to scare you. I never want to make anyone feel bad, but it's also not wanting to be an enabler, right? You know, let's say you have a friend that keeps going back to their ex. Of course, it's hard for them to leave that relationship. But if you keep saying to them, oh, you know, one day the time is right, or oh, you know, you'll be fine, right? You're not really helping. You're also kind of enabling that behavior by trying to make your friend not feel bad. When really what they might actually need to hear is that you are concerned about this behavior. And that is what I'm sharing now. And I think two things can be true at the same time. It's very difficult to do this work and to face your fears. But at the same time, you are also the only thing that's holding you back from making that choice. And I get that it never feels like the right time. It seems like every time you are about to make a change, something happens. Newsflash, that's just life. You know, I've never gone through a whole week where all the lights were green at the same time and I never had a red light. I've never made it through a whole year of business without something going wrong. Things will always come up, but you don't have to make the interpretation that if something goes wrong, that it's like a sign from the universe that you're not ready to do this, right? That's not true. Because think of it this way. Do you really believe that people that actually heal didn't have any problems of their own. Now, this is going to be really helpful to challenge those beliefs you had. Deep down, do you honestly think that people who were able to overcome their challenges came from a lot of money or didn't have kids or didn't have jobs or didn't have a gluten intolerance or didn't have a wedding coming around the corner or didn't have a flood in their basement? Everything was going smooth sailing. And then on the fourth week of a smooth sailing life, they decided, huh, now I'm ready to tackle my healing. Now I'm ready to face my trauma. Absolutely not. In fact, it's the complete opposite. Usually when people really change is when everything is going wrong. 
And it's because they have no more choice left that the only way out is up. This is why we hear all the time that sometimes you need to hit rock bottom several times over and over again until you finally learn the lesson, right? Until you finally get it that, oh my gosh, this whole time I've been blaming my procrastination of healing on this friend or that friend or my test coming around the corner or money or something when really all of those things were just ways that I was avoiding my truth. And if you really want something, if you truly actually want something, you will find a way to do it. And the only reason you are not doing it right now is because you don't care about yourself enough. It's not high enough on your priority list. Let's say you have, you know, a really busy season coming up and it's like, oh, it's not the right time, not the right time. And if your child or the love of your life or the person that you love the most called you up and said, hey, I need $25,000 to do the surgery. Otherwise, I'm going to die. You will you know, get your ass on GoFundMe quicker than you can get out the door. You go door to door. You'd be selling lemonade. You know, you'd be doing all these bake sales. For the person you love the most, you will go to great lengths to figure out a way to help them. Why? Because you have determined that they are a priority. Right? And if something is important to you, nothing can stop you from getting that thing. Now, what if we thought of ourselves the same way? What if we made ourselves important enough? Like, I am so committed to taking care of myself that I'm willing to do what it takes to get this done. Then what do you think would happen? Then all of a sudden, all of those reasons why you couldn't start or it's not the right time, will just feel like excuses to you. It felt like, huh, I can't believe I said that. And your brain will unlock creative ways of, huh, well, maybe I'm not the one that has to put out the fire, you know, or maybe I could still attend my sister's wedding and go to therapy at the same time. Why does it have to be either or? And maybe going on this four month trip isn't actually what I need, but what I actually need to do is commit to doing my inner healing work. Boom. Perspective. Everything is about perspective. And you owe it to yourself. If you truly love yourself, you would put yourself first and do what you need to do to face your fears. Because the only way out of your fears is through them. There's no shortcutting here, right? Call to action for our spooky episode. Number one, realizing that the most scary thing in the world is not about what's out there. It's really yourself because that's what you have control over and how you are the spooky person in your life. You are the one that's getting in your own way most often. And recognizing that, not from a place of harsh criticism, but from a place of curiosity and openness to taking responsibility. Call to action number two. Recognize that every month and every year that you postpone your healing, you are adding on more work and more traumas that you eventually need to face anyway. And that's because when you don't heal your trauma, you tend to just repeat the same patterns over and over again. That's just how it is. And that's why even from postponing one year 
of not healing from relationships, for example, can now tack on four new traumas onto this humongous pile of already existing traumas that you have yet to deal with. And it just gets harder and harder. And the third thing I want to say is, despite everything I have said, I still believe that you are exactly where you're meant to be, whether you're in your 20s or your 70s. All right, I have worked with folks of all ages and it's still never too late. And maybe you had to hear this message today to finally get over the tipping point. All right, this is not to say that healing at age 70 is worse than healing at age 30. All right, this is not a comparison thing. So stop trying to think in terms of hierarchy and comparing yourself to other people. But this is just about you, right? You're only thinking about yourself and comparing yourself to you that every time you postpone doing something important, obviously it's going to add on more work for you later on. But here's where I want to bring in one of my favorite quotes in the world. And I'm not sure who says this, but it goes something like this. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is right now. You guys feel me, right? Don't look back on regret, right? Because that was still part of your story. And know that all you have is the present moment right now. So don't feel upset if it took you 40 years, for example, to learn about this stuff. Focus on the fact that right now in this present moment, you have a choice and either way, you have to choose, right? You either keep going down this path or you face your fears. You keep going down this path and repeating patterns, or you finally sit down, buckle up, and truly do the work. And only you can make that decision. You have to want it. And I hope that was helpful. And again, we approach all of this with self-compassion and understanding. So I hope you besties had a wonderful and fun Halloween and maybe you got to entertain your own inner child by dressing up or eating some M&Ms. Now, if this episode really ignited some kind of fire in your spirit and you are ready to do this work right now, we are currently accepting students in our soulmate program. Maybe you like my style, you vibe with the things that I talk about on this podcast and so you can book a free call with one of my team members at bygloriazang.com slash soulmate for free to see if the inner child healing journey is right for you. Or check out my website for details or even that free workshop if you're looking for a free resource as a way to work with me and get in touch. And if you want to stay connected, you can find me on social media, like on Instagram and TikTok at by Gloria Zhang. Every day I have all sorts of other tips and behind the scenes stuff that's really fun for me to share. And occasionally you can see me dancing in a reel. <laughs> so that's always a lot of fun. So have a beautiful rest of your day and an abundant life. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot, so thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or an entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one.